Corporate to Calm podcast. In 2017, I realized my personal life was completely at odds with my professional life. I am now on a journey to speak with entrepreneurs, community leaders, and beyond to discover what motivated them to make the change, what motivated them to move from corporate to calm. Hey there, you're very welcome to today's episode of Corporate to Calm. I'm speaking with Renska Ensing. Renska is a yoga teacher, a VA, and when I heard her story, I knew I had to speak to her about her journey from corporate to calm. I hope you enjoy it. Hey, Renska, how are you? Hi, good. Thank you for having me. No problem, no problem. So tell me a bit about you and tell me a bit about Simple Virtual Assistant. Well, my name is Renska, and you're very good in pronouncing uh, my name. That doesn't always happen. <laughs> so thank you for that. Uh, I am um, based in the Netherlands. I am turning 41 uh, in two days. So Congratulations. <laughs> Happy birthday. Thank you. Um, so I'm based in the north of the Netherlands, and um, that in a near a town called Groningen, which sounds very Dutch, and it is. Um, and I was actually born and raised here and um, I grew up here so um, it's very nice and uh, I'm living here with my dog Uh, her name I should say I keep saying his but her name is Fitch and she's an old English bulldog and um, yeah I'm I'm actually sitting in my uh, my proper office I'm uh, one of the lucky ones who has an office in their own house so uh, fantastic yeah, so I work here as a virtual assistant and um, as a as simple virtual assistant. And uh, yeah, I I used uh, the name simple also for my my yoga business. I'm also a yoga teacher. Yes. <laughs> so um, and I want I wanted things to be simple because when I uh, started my yoga business, I thought yoga was very uh, complicated. So that's how I came up with the name simple simple dot like simple period. Um, so I. I chose to use the same name for my virtual assistant um, business, and uh, yeah, and my my business, my virtual assistant business, happened basically by by accident, uh, really last year. So um, it's um, yeah, it's an interesting story because because of COVID, I'm now a uh, virtual assistant. And- but tell me a little bit about life before simple period virtual assistant. <laughs> Well, um, when I grew up, I never knew what I wanted to like be when I grew up. So when I was like in primary school, I wanted to be a veterinarian, <laughs> but that meant that I had to do a lot of studying. <laughs> that wasn't necessarily for me. Um, so I got sidetracked a little bit. And um, after high school, I, I just, again, I didn't know what to do. So I applied for a couple of uh education types and and nothing was really for me and then i randomly ended up uh, in a a college for um, office management and Mm -hmm. executive management and stuff like that Um, and for for some reason that really uh, worked for me so i did that and um, i ended up working in a lot of it companies so uh, tech uh, background and after doing that a couple of years, I um, said to my mom, well, I think I want to start a, a shop. 
and my mom was like, okay, great. Uh, what kind of shop? And I was like, I want to sell um, beauty products and baths and jewelry, very random. And my mom was very interested in that as well. Um, so uh, we decided when I, I think it was 23, then we decided to start wow. business together. <laughs> so um, so we had a beauty salon and we had, a, um, we had an actual store. And in order for um, the whole thing to work, I needed to do the beauty treatments as well. So I did a very uh, quick uh, beauty school, basically, that was only a year. So I was learning on the job and I was doing the, uh, doing the course. Um, so yeah, all of a sudden I was doing like beauty treatments and, and eyebrows <laughs> and waxing and stuff. So it was really weird. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. So that was a, a big change. Um, but unfortunately after our lease was five years and after five years, we were like, this is, this is no way to, to make a living. We were working so hard in such long hours. Yeah. Nothing. So um, then we decided to, to end it all. And I was again, looking for another job. So I ended up working uh, for uh, a midwifery college. Uh, okay. So basically the midwifery university here uh, in the Netherlands. And I started out uh, as a as a temp, um, just basically doing secretarial work. And um, yeah, it was a great place, a very diverse place um, to work. Um, it's a very small school, basically. So um, yeah, we were we were doing everything. And um, because it's such a practical school, uh, I also got sent to the butcher to buy um, hearts, like cow hearts for uh, the students to practice their, their sutures on. Yeah. Uh, and all my colleagues were like grossed out by it. So I had to go and, and do that and have to like chop them up. And <laughs> 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 it was a very random, uh, random thing. But after a while, I, I broadened like my horizon within um, the school. So I started doing more tech things and more IT things and um, ended up helping um, like creating a digital curriculum because until then their curriculum was just all on paper. And okay. They wanted to like diversify and, and get more online, uh, which coincidentally it was great because now with COVID everything's online so yeah we were ahead of their their time uh so I did that and that was a, an amazing project but it was very very stressful yeah <laughs> I was working 60 70 hours a week and um didn't really get recognition um from from the people that were in management position at that time so um yeah that wasn't a great situation and uh it, en it ended up in a burnout, basically. I, uh, I was driving on the highway after a, a course uh, I had done here in the Netherlands, and I had to drive for like two hours. Mm -hmm. And while I was driving, uh, I was driving behind a big truck, and all of a sudden I was like, I can't really see the truck anymore. And it was like, um, I got tunnel vision. Okay. My, my eyesight just went from like normal to like tiny pinpricks, and, then, and I was like, panicking because I was on the highway. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So uh, I uh, was lucky because there was a big truck that I could still sort of see. And um, I, uh, I was able to, to get off the highway near a restaurant. And, um, uh, and, I, and I was talking to a colleague on the phone at that point, And I thought I was having a heart attack. Oh my gosh. 
because I was just feeling like chest uh, pressure and it was tight and it felt it felt really weird. So I thought I was having a heart attack. So I told her, this is what's happening. Just keep talking to me. So she kept talking to me. And then I was on um, on the side of the of the highway near that restaurant and got out and walked a little and I felt okay. Got back in the car, went onto the highway, and it happened again. And and could you see when you got out of the car? Did it yeah, come back? Then it, then it was it, it just went came back to like normal vision okay. and the tight tightness in my chest went away. So I think it was the, the first time it was like twenty minutes. I was off the highway and then it felt okay again. So, mm-hmm. but as soon as I was on the highway, it was again. So next stop, luckily there was again another uh, another rest stop with a restaurant. And I was, I was, I think about an hour and a half from home. So um, I decided to call my parents and say, well, this is what's going on. Can you please come and get me? Because um, <laughs> I don't know if I can drive home. So um, luckily I was at the restaurant so I could wait inside. Um, they got in the car, uh, drove over an hour and a half. And um, I sat next to my dad driving back. My mom was in my own car with my eyes blocked from all the lights that were passing and I was just completely out of it. So um, yeah, that was not a, a fun experience. <laughs> and it made me realize maybe working 60, 70 hours a week and not being valued and not being paid properly um, might not be a good idea. Yes. So um, yeah, and the doctor <laughs> said, um, are you uh, stressed? And I was like, no, I'm not stressed. <laughs> what do you mean no i'm not stressed so yeah obviously he he understood that uh, i was very stressed so uh, he signed he signed me up work for um i think two or three weeks yeah and uh, and then uh, we went from there and it was a very slow uh, recovery process and all the while i was trying to find a new job because i i just knew i needed to get out of there so Mm -hmm. While being very burnt out, I uh, managed to get another uh, another job, and I still don't know how I managed to do that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, it's um, it, it was a very interesting uh, interesting process, and that was a, that was a, a, a very great uh, job again in IT in tech. Yeah, as a as a support specialist, um, I was working for a company that made software for the healthcare industry uh, for psychiatrists and psychologists. So. Um, yeah, completely different environment, but um, yeah, it was that was very nice uh, working uh, for them. But again, during that whole time, I realized I need to make changes. So yeah, uh, um, I picked up. I, I used to do Pilates um, mm-hmm. as an exercise uh, <laughs> regime, uh, which was great. Um, but and I, I had always done a little bit of yoga, but never really. Um, anything serious so um after that experience i thought well maybe i need to pick up yoga again so uh, i went to my local yoga studio and uh, yeah that felt really really good getting out of your head and Mm -hmm. yeah and that was in 2015 2016 and um in 2016 i decided to do my yoga teacher training not with the intention of uh, actually teaching yeah but just to deepen my knowledge, and um, that's why I chose uh, a very fancy location. I did mine in um, the Florida Keys, 
Oh, amazing. In July. So, um, yeah, so I basically did a hot yoga. <laughs> every, every, where you did yoga was hot, I would imagine. <laughs> yeah. So that, but that was a fantastic experience. And uh, I got so much more out of it than I initially um, expected because I chose a training that was very much out of my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. I was always very down to earth and very, um, like linear and, and not much crazy uh, things. So I chose a, a shamanic based <laughs> yoga teacher training. Um, and on the first day that we came there, I was singing mantras with my eyes closed. And they actually um, took a video of that and posted that on Facebook. I didn't know that, but my, my parents saw that video on Facebook. And the, so they, they, they laughed their asses off because they <laughs> never expected me to sing mantras. <laughs> yeah, so that was, that was fantastic. And I've made lifelong uh, friends from all over the world. So, um, and, and that was basically a really good starting point for yes. self-development and, and for changing uh, things in my life that, that I still uh, do today, like meditation. Um, I wake up in the morning at six just to do my meditation and everybody's mm-hmm. crazy, but for me, that just works. And it's just, um, you, you create a rhythm that works for you and for your body and for your situation. I mean, I don't have kids, so I don't yeah. have to get up and like work with the kids in the morning so I can spend that time uh, on myself. So yeah, so that was my my yoga introduction, my yoga start. Um, and it's like to me that is obviously the very definition of corporate to cam. Um have you experienced any symptoms like on that highway since? Or it, it, has it just changed because of the, the, the changes you made? I wish I could say, oh, I'm completely better and it's all gone, but I still can't drive on a highway. And okay. It's 2021 now. So, yeah. Um, yeah. It's for some reason, I don't know what hap- what's happening. I, it's either trauma or it's either something neurological. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I haven't really invested any time in like trying to figure out what it what it actually is i mean i can drive locally fine and if i don't go like past 70 or 80 kilometers an hour yeah. i'm grand but yeah yeah it's 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 strange but there are a lot of things that um that have cleared up i used to get a lot of migraines mm-hmm. um so um just stress stress induced migraines and now uh, I do my yoga, I do my meditation, but I also do a monthly massage and I go to acupuncture. So I do all sorts of things, not just uh, as a cure, but more as a prevention to, to keep myself in, in good shape because I'm a virtual assistant. So I sit behind a desk, which is really unhealthy. <laughs> well, tell me about that. Tell me about being a virtual assistant and how you started because you did start in a pandemic and your business has gone strength to strength started in a pandemic um and that, that happened just by accident basically i um i got a call last uh or december 2019 uh, from from my former boss asking me if i wanted to um cover a maternity leave of two colleagues previous colleagues of mine uh, for just three months and that was uh, starting january uh, 2020 and i said well that's great because 
I'm, I'm in between things, so mm -hmm. fabulous. And um, so we did that, and obviously then COVID hit and March and everything. And um, I was I was working, or I was uh, I had some Irish friends, and I was working with them in in a yoga capacity. Mm -hmm. um, and all of a sudden, they had to bring their uh, like businesses online, um, and they needed help with that. So for some reason, it just it just happened, and then all of a sudden, I ended up creating websites for them, um, applying for the trading online vouchers for them. It was just, I, I was fully immersed in the whole Irish COVID um, wave. <laughs> that, that amazes me, the whole trading online voucher, you know, because obviously it went off the scale when it was 90% um, back. But um, that was when I heard your story first, it was like, I don't know how many of these guys I've filled out. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's just strange because I I did it first for friends and then they recommended me to, to other people and then all of a sudden I was like the the expert on filling in the trading online vouchers <laughs> so that was yeah that was very funny um, but that made me realize that there was a market for yeah. what I was doing and um, that because uh, because of COVID my initial contract with my my former employer as a freelancer got extended at first to June and then to December. So that was my base, uh, my baseline uh, on which I could like basically build my own business, which mm -hmm. was great. And um, yeah, I, I realized that there was a there was a market for virtual assistance. And um, because everybody was so virtual, networking was virtual and, mm -hmm. and everything so the basically the whole world opened up for me and um yeah and and i've always considered myself a citizen of the world and not so much a citizen of one country so yeah that suited me perfectly and um and i was like okay maybe this is actual this can be an actual business and um so yeah so i created my website i went to the chamber of commerce here and um ch changed the business name and uh, type of business um to not only yoga but also um, virtual assistant amazing and uh, so yeah so now I'm basically combining yoga I teach a lot of corporate yoga so yeah. I lunch yoga so uh, now I combine that with being a virtual assistant and uh, yeah and, and and this this last few months it's uh, I see a little transition from the traditional um, virtual assistants, more to virtual business management and productivity and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, it's it's an interesting uh, interesting journey. That's great. So, what would be um, for a small business? What are your top three things to get organized if if, if you had to pick? Um, well, I'm, I'm actually I'm developing a whole program around this. So. Um, and, and I've created what, what I would call productivity building blocks. So mm -hmm. that's basically four items. So one is time blocking. So blocking uh, or organizing your calendar in a structured way is very important. And I, what I've found with uh, a lot of my clients is that they um, really structure their day very randomly or very ad hoc. And um, yeah, that doesn't always seem to work. And they give away their best time to someone else with scheduling meetings, while well, they can be uh, more productive if they just made sure 
that they scheduled some time for their uh, their actual work. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, that's one part. Um, um, what's also what's very important is um, you're in creating a, your incoming stream of data. So that means your inboxes. So uh, email, LinkedIn, uh, all your other platforms that you get like inbox messages from mm-hmm. notifications because they can be very distracting and time consuming because mm-hmm. people tend to get off on a tangent when they see something pop up like a notification and they're like, oh, that's interesting. Let's, <laughs> let's follow that. And, and before you know it, you've spent 20 minutes scrolling on LinkedIn or on Instagram or on wherever. Um, so just creating some space and, and, and an idea for yourself on how you use or utilize your, your incoming things. Um, the n- number three is prioritize. So um, making sure that you uh, spend time on the right things, mm-hmm. on, on high value activities, basically, um, because a lot of people spend time, 30 minutes on their to-do list, which is really not very productive. Uh, and the last one is systemize. So if you, for instance, send a lot of emails that has have similar uh, content, for instance, a thank you email, just create an email template and use that to send out your thank you email. Yeah. Uh, you only have to adapt maybe two or three words in the template and then you're done. And then you don't have to come up with a fresh email every single time. So that's that's one thing for, for systemizing and creating a proper uh, structure where a proper proper filing structure. A lot of people spend a ridiculous amount of time um, looking for something on their laptop. Yeah. So yeah, so that though on those building blocks, uh, yeah, that's uh, where my program is based. So. Uh, that's why uh, how I noticed with most of my clients that they're struggling with. So um, I love that. I love that. Um, what was the biggest lesson you learned um, over the past year, having started the business? And is there anything that you look back and go, oh, I wish I had done that differently? It's always the, the, the small things. Sometimes you, you, you get a little bit overwhelmed with um, things that you, you, you need to do as a, as a new entrepreneur, like a, insurance or um, stuff like that so you just go with the first thing that you see and Mm -hmm. end up paying way too much stuff like that Um, and uh, usually when you want to start a business you have a clear idea on um, basically on what it is that you're selling and I had to make it up as I went along okay so I didn't uh, consider my ideal client and now that I'm I'm a little bit more settled, I'm, I'm looking into, okay, but is this actually what I want to do and what I want to offer? So, um, yeah, it's, it's not really, it's not really a tip, but <laughs> yeah, just usually you think ahead of, of time. Of what yes. You do. So we talked, we just talked about scrolling on Instagram and scrolling on LinkedIn. Do you switch off from them? You have systems in place. Um, do you find it hard to switch off from them? And if you do, what, what how do you switch off? Um, I'm 
I'm, I don't have any systems in place uh, yet other than uh, my screen time app that says how much time I <laughs> And then you're in shock. <laughs> I just keep ignoring it. But uh, uh, but yeah, I, 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 I mean, I'm also like a regular human being. So I do find it hard to switch off in, in that sense. I don't find it difficult to switch off uh, as far as my job. Mm-hmm. I, I when I leave my computer, I leave my computer. Yes. And um, usually, if I like go somewhere and I know that I need to keep an eye out for a message or for something, I just take my iPad and then I can go from there. But if I leave my iPad here and my laptop's here, then I'm totally free of work in that sense. And if I do get an email on my phone, I just chuck it into my to-do list and then. Okay. It's okay, but as far as social media, Instagram, um, yes, I do scroll a lot on Instagram while I watch TV. <laughs> I think we're all guilty of that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I did, however, uh, curate my Instagram to only things that bring me joy. So oh, I, love, yes. Yeah. I do that every month, and I look at the people or, or companies or whatever that I follow, if they don't spark joy then i just unfollow talking about positive things um talk to me about giving back and your work with under the rainbow yeah that was that was also very serendipitous um i uh grew up with uh volunteer work Uh, my mom and dad are both still are big in volunteer work and i've I've done it all my life so for me that was uh, something that was very normal and i wanted to incorporate that into my business strategy Mm -hmm. Um, because and and from the start because then uh, it's already ingrained in your business and not something you have to add on later so i was actually looking for um businesses to support and uh, one of them was was already in place that was kiss the ground because i did their soil advocacy training Mm -hmm. uh, last year so that was a no-brainer for me but i wanted to diversify and and broaden uh, things so um and i'm 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 always amazed that in in this world in 2021 there's still so much inequality mm-hmm. uh, LGBTQ, uh, amongst uh, people from different races so i'm i just don't get that but it's the truth so i wanted to uh, support an lgbtq um, centric organization and through um, the networking hub i came in contact with jillian who founded um amongst uh, Jillian founded Under the Rainbow. Yeah. Um, so I set up a one-to-one with her and saying, well, great, <laughs> what can I do? So, um, yeah. And, and they're a very young uh, organization still trying to find how uh, they can support um, the community best. Uh, yeah, and, and I'm, I'm trying to help them in whatever capacity uh, I, I can, which is great. Yeah, amazing, amazing. It is the community is so important. So it's it, it is it's just great to give back and to give back to two entities as well is fantastic. And um, we, the essence of your business is um, taking on other people's tasks and admin and roles and everything. What like in your opinion, the importance of delegation as a VA? Do you delegate any part of your business? Yes and no. Um, I mean, I don't, I'm not in the position to delegate 
a full task just yet, yeah. but uh, I am definitely someone who is uh, very eager to partner or to trade with uh, other uh, people for knowledge, basically. Mm -hmm. So I know something uh, that you don't know, and you know something I don't know. Maybe there's a there's a transition. Um, or trans transaction, I should say, and um, so so in that way, uh, sure. Like for for instance, uh, I could think of um, maybe design or um, texts that need to be written, copyrights, um, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's absolutely always in the back of my mind. And um, on my actual uh, task list, I have a column that says outsource. So um, I'm, I'm planning ahead on, <laughs> on outsourcing, uh, on outsourcing tasks. And I think that's uh, a real important thing for any entrepreneur is to think about outsourcing before you need it actually. Yes. You just can't scale. Um, you, there's only so much hours in a day. So yeah. Um, if, if you're spending uh, from the eight hours that you, or how many hours you want to work uh, per day, if you're spending that two on tasks that you can outsource, that just doesn't make sense. I mean, just do the math. And uh, if, if, you're, if you can be like billable those two mm -hmm. hours, then you make more money yes. and you can scale your business. So that's, I think that's very, very important thing really important and we talked about your building blocks have you any more projects in the pipeline that you can talk about or um well my my uh, uh personalized productivity program is one that's mm -hmm. uh, where the building blocks come in uh, so i'm hoping to launch that in september um, oh brilliant that would be uh, yeah more on a like one-to-one -one basis i have i plan to have different packages with different forms of support and ultimately, I'm hoping to scale that into an online course so that more I can help more people because I'm also just one person and um, <laughs> I only have so many hours in a day. Um, that that would be my ultimate uh, goal for the, for the end of this year. So yeah. I'm first starting off with a couple of people in September and hopefully scale it to a full online course. Um, later this year and um, tell me something not a lot of people know about you i think i'm an open book usually but um um let me think well i do study uh herbalism so that's something that not a lot of people <laughs> very interesting tell me more yeah so um that was one thing i started doing uh, when i quit my job i wanted to like broaden my horizon i've i've always been interested in, in nature and plants and stuff, but not in, in a very concrete way. Um, and that was one of the reasons how I ended up with um, Kiss the Ground with their soil advocacy mm -hmm. program. But um, yeah, uh, herbalism is it's such a fascinating uh, subject and like natural healing and, and, and that basically what we need uh, is around us in nature. and. Um, I, I found it fascinating. I read a story uh, on someone, I think it was in, in England, and I'm not sure, but mm -hmm. they, there was a, a farm with a man and he had a lung condition. And all around his farm grew a specific plant. Mm -hmm. 
um, could help him with his lung condition. That plant grew nowhere else, just on uh, and uh, surrounding his his property. So I'm always surprised about the yeah like, about nature and learning about I mean just learning about fungi and about the networks that the mycelium that's below our feet. That's just fascinating to me. The way trees communicate and it's there's just it's just magic so um yeah i, I wanted to know uh, more about that and um yeah now i now i want to so <laughs> <laughs> and it's not something i mean it's not something that i want to make um my business out of or I, if i want to do professional it's yeah. just it's, it's just for me um, and my personal knowledge and interest and um and I mean, I, I'm, I'm making tinctures now, which is fantastic. <laughs> and um, with, uh, with something very simple with uh, sage. Yeah. Everybody knows sage, but if you put it in a jar and you fill it with, uh, with vodka and you put it in a, in a jar and you leave it there for six to eight weeks and you shake it every now and then, and then you strain it and then you end up with a tincture that's very good for sore throats really it's amazing i mean yeah. i'm making my own homemade rem remedies and it, and it and it works fantastically so um, yeah that's something i yeah uh, and it's yeah and that's it is that's your escape and something for you which is so important yeah and it's just it's just fascinating and uh, and and i mean it's not something that i have to do 24 hours a day or mm -hmm. day really uh, involved it's just something that's there and I can look into uh, whenever I want and um, yeah it's, uh, it's fascinating love it well at corporate cam we are all about taking a risk and creating your own happiness what advice would you give somebody just about to step off a cliff into happiness what would you say to them oh I'm gonna use Nike just do it but uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's for one um, just uh, yeah, just just do it, but make sure that you have some form of support uh, in place. And depending on your situation, that could be financial support, it could be moral support, that could be mental or physical support, whatever mm -hmm. it is that you need. But um, I, I think I'm still very, um, I'm a Gemini, so I go from left to right and I'm back and back again. So... <laughs> I tend to have a lot of ideas and, and not follow through. So um, if you do jump off that cliff, make sure that there is at least uh, a cushion that's yes. helping you soften the blow a little. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, just take make um, self-care a priority. Because mm -hmm. That's where I see a lot of uh, entrepreneurs like go off. They just work, 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 work. And they don't pay attention to their their physical body that's that's just a tool to them and mm -hmm. well, it's the only body we have so you have to take care of it and uh, and eat a little healthy and i mean you can eat a little crappy sometimes but um, <laughs> <laughs> or have a drink or that's allowed or have a vodka with sage <laughs> yeah. do, do some something fun but uh, yeah self-care needs to be on your agenda and it needs to be a priority i think that's very important I love that. Absolutely. 100% agree. Um, I have a little quick fire round that I do for every episode. 
So um, if you don't mind, we'll do a quick fire round before we, we finish up. Um, so for you, Renska, we have uh, face to face or online. <gasps> I can't choose. Um, I would have to say online because I'm a virtual assistant. That's fair enough. That's fair enough. Tea or coffee? Oh, oh again, tea's um tea uh, coffee in the morning tea in the afternoon <laughs> good answer good answer teaching or learning uh, teaching because when i teach i learn oh very good uh, facebook or instagram instagram pilates or yoga yoga <laughs> holland or the netherlands the netherlands <laughs> uh, yoga or va um VA. Uh, beer or bubbles? Bubbles. Uh, community or competition? Community. Walking or hiking? Ooh. Um, I guess it's both, but I'll go for walking. Um, a trading online voucher application or any other piece of admin? Get <laughs> <laughs> me a trading online voucher <laughs> any day. <laughs> it's like that was my bread and butter (laughs) is there anything else you'd like to share Um, i think we've covered a lot i mean we really have um, no i think it's just it's fantastic um that i'm having these conversations with with someone in ireland uh, uh, here at my desk in the netherlands so i think that's still fascinating and Hopefully, um, I'll be vaccinated fully end of July, so I'll be coming over in August. Oh, that would be amazing. That would be amazing. Definitely amazing. Where can people find you? Where are your contact details if people are looking for a VA or a yoga teacher? <laughs> well, I, ha- I obviously, I have two websites because I have two different companies, but I'll focus on the VA one, and that's basically... Uh, just simple-va.com and um, I you can find me on LinkedIn as well and, and I, I love connecting with people so please don't feel bad and, uh, and shoot me a message if you have any questions and I love to help people so um, yeah don't don't feel bad about reaching out and, and asking a question because uh, I, I love helping people and um, if you do need a yoga teacher you can always message me and <laughs> me as well and uh, we'll uh, we'll go from there and uh yeah um, and i do i'm i'm also on instagram but um that's my personal page so that might not be very interesting (laughs) well thank you so much as i said previously the very definition of corporate account and i've just loved listening to your story renska thank you so much thank you for having me it was Thank you for listening to the Corporate to Calm podcast. Please subscribe, leave a nice review, or simply come back and listen to us next time. I'm Linda Monaghan, motivating you to make that leap from corporate to calm.